0: Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Today I want to talk to you. We're going to continue about the parables of Jesus. Someone say the parables of Jesus. And um, this parable has always been powerful to me. So check this one out. Let's go to Luke chapter 18. Verse 1, you're going to see a lot of your mom in there, and you're going to see a lot of yourself as a mom in there, okay, in this story. Today's message is entitled, what did I title it, Micha? Tenacity, tenacious faith, tenacious faith means you don't give up, you hold on to it. Have you ever seen a dog hold on to a bone and they'll fight you or bite you if you try to take it away from them? You ever seen the videos on YouTube where a dog is holding on to a branch or a ball or something, and they're just hanging in the air? Have you ever looked at that? That's important. That is is tenacity. That is tenacity. That means you hold on no matter what. Praise God. So look into this, Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Now check this out. Michael, you have beautiful hair. If I had hair like that, I'd wear it just that way. I promise. I don't have hair options anymore. It's either bald or... Mmm, bald. Luke 18, verse 1. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Someone say, pray and never give up. Uh Uh-huh. Remember last year, people were going, God, why did you let COVID happen? Folks, we live in a fallen world. Things are going to happen. Jesus, in his love and mercy and grace and power, and his God in the flesh likeness. Here's what Jesus said. In the end times, when it's leading up to the end times, he called them the birth pains. He said there will be plagues. Someone say plagues. Can you imagine we close church every time there's a bug that goes around? We'll be closed down from here until Jesus comes. There will be plagues. Okay? And that's that's to eat to each their own. You got to do what you have faith for. You got to do what you have peace doing. That's between you and your God. okay? and that I don't condemn that. I don't. But my thing is, it's it's hard to say, you know, it's crazy. You see folks in church singing the song, I'm no longer a slave to fear, but they have masks on. That's strange, isn't it? So you either believe or you don't. Now, you've got to be wise we talked about it during the thing, me and Barry, we laughed. You know, some people were walking, coughing, and they're going, you don't have any faith, you know? And it's like, no, we've got to be wise, right? Shake my hand, brother, if you got faith. No, that's not how we roll. We roll in wisdom and faith. And you're going to see a lot of faith in this story. So he told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Someone say never give up. All right. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God. This story, parts of it make me laugh, and I just find humor in odd things. He said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. So not a good human. Are you all with me? You've met some of those, haven't you? I know that's nobody in here or on the live stream or in the next service, but there are those in life who don't care what God thinks, and they don't care about people either. That's a dangerous road to travel. Okay, so this judge neither feared God, and he did... Neither did he care about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly. She was at a disadvantage, so she didn't have a husband who could work. And who knows back then what she did to make money. Maybe sold some stuff here and there, worked in the marketplace. We don't know. But she was a widow, so she needed help. She was a widow of that city, and she came to him repeatedly. Someone say repeatedly. Repeatedly means more than once. Repeatedly usually denotes like five, maybe ten, maybe fifteen times. How many of you moms, it's Mother's Day, how many of you have kids that ask for you about stuff repeatedly? And you go, didn't we already talk about this? Seven, eight, twelve, eight hundred times? Repeatedly. She came to him repeatedly to the judge and said, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. Give me justice. Moms cry out for justice. Moms cry out for the right thing to be done. You know what justice is? That the right thing be done. God's the foundation of the, the Lord's throne is righteousness and justice. Being right with him, and that the right thing be done. All right? Not only in legal disputes, in judgments that way, but rightness. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I love this story. He says, I don't fear God or care about people. (laughs) But this woman is driving me crazy. New Living Translation, who knows what the Message Bible says. This woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant requests. You ever just gave something to your kid to shut them up? Shame on you, right? I remember one of my teos, one of my dad's brothers, he, he'd just get, he's like, hey, if you, I'm going to give you, if I give you this, would you just shut up? <laughs> that never worked with dad. Dad, dad was powerful because you know what dad would say? He would look at us and he'd say, you better shut up. <laughs> or he'd say this, if you don't shut up, and by then you knew all chances had run out. You didn't know what was going to happen next, Right? Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. Even that demonic dude, he didn't fear God and he didn't care about people. He rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people? Someone say chosen people who cry out to him day and night. Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. I love how this story ends. But when the Son of Man returns, when Jesus returns, he's coming back. Someone say, he's coming back. Scripture says it, so we believe it. Everything that has been prophesied in Scripture either has already happened, is in process of happening, or will happen. You mark my words. And forget my word. You go back to his word. You mark his words. But when the Son of Man, that's Jesus, that's the term he used to refer to himself, when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? It's crazy. You go out on the streets and find people. You say, man, just the streets? Man, Walmart, I don't know, Outlaw Grill, wherever you go, Lubbock, people you run into and they go, yeah, I used to serve God. You used to serve God. I mean, how, how do you just decide not to anymore? We have a choice, but that's wild, isn't it? Or people will tell you, I lost my faith, if they're honest. I lost my faith. I don't know what happened. Well, let, me, let me pull some things out of this story, this parable today, about the widow and the unjust judge. The unjust judge finally gave her justice because she wore him out. Someone say he got tired. Uh-huh. And he wasn't even right with God, didn't care about anybody. But the Lord says, how much more will your father in heaven give you justice because you are his chosen people? He's hearing you. He's hearing you. You know how you get answers from God? You pray according to his will. Are you with me still? You pray according to his will. What is God's will? Get into your Bible. You'll find out. Real soon you'll find out God's will. God's will, another word for testament. Remember the Old Testament, the New Testament? That was his old will and his New Testament. Remember the last will and testament? God's will is his word, so you got to get into his word. Some people say, I don't believe his word. Well, you're going to believe in something. You're going to believe in the American dollar or the peso or the euro dollar or the crypto. There's cryptocurrency now, which still, the more I read about it, the less I understand. Oh, brother, it's blockchain technology. on. <laughs> okay. It's blocks and it's chains. Okay, that's great. It's this and that. Look, you've got to have faith in something, and I would advise you to have faith and believe in God. Trust in him. Scripture, throughout Scripture, says they believed. They believed. They believed. It also says some doubted. Remember, Jesus talked about three types of faith. No faith, little faith, and great faith. Which one are you today? So here's where we do it, and you're going to see a lot of mom in here on tenacious, tenacious faith in this parable of Jesus. Number one, you could learn a lesson from mom here. You could learn a lesson from this widow. Speak up in love. How many know there's a time and place for everything, huh? There is. Right now, we're not going to sell you a hot dog to eat during church. There's a time and a place for that. Randy, I love hot dogs. I love all beef chili dogs. I mean, if I, I don't do much cheese, but a little cheese on there an onion, whatever else. I love chili cheese dogs. In fact, my last birthday, a year ago, they said, what do you want for your birthday? My wife said, she's amazing at birthdays. She says, baby, what do you want for your birthday? I, want, I said, I want chili dogs and peanut butter cookies. How mature was that? After that, I was like, man, what, what are you, Matt, 10, you know? And I want some new something. I don't know. Chili dogs, man, and peanut butter cookies. And it was a good birthday. And I don't even care because Ephraim says, let's do cheesecake. He wants cheesecake for everyone's birthday. I'm like, that's your favorite, bro. He's all, you want to do a cheesecake for your birthday this year? He asked me again. He's always selling that. He said, man, get it. come over here, man. Should we have cheesecake? He loves Jen's cheesecake. And we, what Jen does is she's the baker in the family, so she'll make a dessert, our favorite dessert for our birthday. And I love blueberry pie, and I just, I just do. We had blueberry pie this year, didn't we? Boy, that was nice and southern. At some point, as a believer, you're going to have to speak up in love. Today, I, I couldn't help it. There was somebody that was helping set up for one of the things we're doing for Mother's Day. And I said, hey, Mijot, thanks for helping us out on a Sunday morning. And I thought, leave her alone, Matt. Leave her alone. She's a teenager. And I was like, I can't leave her alone. I'm like, where do you go to church? She said, oh, um, um, I don't go to church. They, it's cause I, I haven't gone in a while because they closed down during COVID. I said, really? They closed down during COVID? So they're still closed. And she was like, but I, I said, which church was it? I was, gonna say, I was like, I'm going to catch her in a lie. I said, Mika, really? Which church was it? She said, oh, choose life. <laughs> and I went choose life they closed down for COVID oh yeah I said really I said here's the crazy thing there were two churches in town who did not close down for COVID I said we were one of them and I said I know for a fact choose life did not close down for COVID they went out into the parking lot I said you didn't like the weather huh (laughs) she was like okay now I need to finish setting up you know that look and I walked off And I came back and just, you know, just gave her love. But no, no. See, people, uh uh-uh. There's a time and a place. There's times I speak up and there's times I don't. But that must have been God wanting to tell her something. Did you know there's something that I believe in? I've preached a message on it before. It's called the sin of silence. There's a time you need to hold your tongue. But there's a time when you need to speak up and you've been, you're like, no, they're going to be mad at me. They may, you know what, I may never get this chance again to talk to them. There are those, even God was dealing with me this morning about certain people in my life, and the Lord's like, it's time to talk to them. It's time. It's time that they made a choice. It's, it's either the Lord or it's the world. It's time. It's no more half step, and It's no more, I don't know, and maybe, and what. No. Uh-uh. There's a time for everything. But you got to do it respectfully. Always, right? Do it in love. Speak up, but make sure it's in love. Let's go to 1 Peter 2.15. Someone told me recently, but Pastor Matt, What if you lose respect for someone? Oh, everybody's lost respect for someone, but you still treat them with respect. You ain't got to hang out with them. You ain't got to kiss their feet. You don't have to bow to them. You don't have to even salute them when you see them. I mean, it's between you and God. If you don't want to say hi to somebody, don't say hi to them. But don't just be mean to them. And don't disrespect people. You know, folks love to say, you got to earn my respect. I know what you mean. You mean trust, bruh? I know it's from the hood, and you're trying to sound legit, but, oh, no, you got to earn my respect. A lot of people that say that, they don't respect anyone. I've watched it. He disrespected me. Yeah, but you've been disrespecting everyone. So speak up, but in love. Look at 1 Peter 2.15. It is God's will that your honorable lives, you guys have honorable lives, should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. You ever had someone say something about you that just wasn't true? Did it say, man, run out and go proclaim? Put on Facebook, y'all are accusing me, man. No. It said, your life will silence the ignorance of foolish people. For you are free, yet you are God's slaves. so don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. You ever met someone? Say, man, we're free in Jesus now. We're going to just go live it up and not even act right. No. Look at this. This is what I was getting to. Respect everyone. Y'all see that? That's God's word. It says, respect everyone And love the family of believers. Respect everyone. Fear God and respect the king. And we have a president, so, and God's working on my heart about this, but respect Joe Biden. That really hurt to say that, Lord, but I know you're working through me. Respect Joe the Biden. So speak up in love. There's times you got to speak up. You got What are you guys laughing at? You got to speak up in love, man. It, there's times it's like enough. Did you know if you don't speak up in love, you can't set boundaries? God is all about boundaries. People who don't have boundaries, they're headed for shipwreck. People without boundaries, they blame, blame everybody else. Have you ever noticed that? But they were they hit me at a bad time. and it, It's like you answered your phone, champ. They wouldn't leave me alone. I'll tell you about boundaries. I went to drop off some fruit at someone's house yesterday. This is a boundary. And I knocked, and there was a vehicle there, and I knocked, and I rang the, what's that thing? You can, they can see you, the, the ring. Or it might have been the event version of ring. Ding, ding. Like, man, I, I probably looked weird. And you know how it is, on, like in the movies, you're putting your face over there, and gets real It gets real big. Real weird. I mean, I don't know if I did that, but I just kind of looked. I'm like, hey, and I even said something. I left, came back. But the boundary was they don't answer the door. (laughs) All right. So I left the fruit outside. That's a boundary. That's between them and God. You don't have to answer your door. You say, man, that salesman, he wasted my time. You know how many salesmen go down our street? Jen's like, baby, are you going to answer the door? I'm like, no, you go ahead if you want to deal with them. She's like, no, well, shouldn't we answer the door? I'm like, they're about to go away. Let gentry just bark. Woo, woo, you know. But at some point, you've got to speak up in love. Moms, y'all are good at this. Keep doing it. Let God lead you. Right time and right place for everything. But speak up in love. Moms are brilliant at that. Number two, this is one of my favorite points of today, is hold on. Somebody say hold on. Hold on, man. You've got to keep the faith. You've got to stay connected. You've got to stay focused. You've got People talk, people come and go. You know what I'm looking for? Staying power. That's what I'm always looking for because people talk. I've had people tell me things. Oh, man, it's my time now. And you know what? Some of the biggest talkers in the world, I can't find them anywhere. They talk. They wasted my time with hot air. Man, we're going to, man, God's going to do this and that. I'm like, that's great. I'm glad you're hype. I'm glad you're feeling it. But will you be here in a year? Will you still be serving God in a year, or will you be back to the old you? Will you, I love, hey, I love it. you got to proclaim it. But my thing is, man, stop talking and let's just do it. you got to hold on. Hold on. Moms, I know you all haven't given up on your kids. It takes a rare mom to give up on her kids. There are moms that say, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with him, but I just, I think he, he, I think he can still make it. <laughs> I've had moms tell me that before, and I'm going, I don't know. <laughs> Lord, can he make it? You know? well, Lord, I think he can. Lord, no, get, help me, Lord. You've know, and you seen them, bad kids. And the mom's like, pray for my son. I've been praying for him. He's, he's coming home. I'm like, I'm going to agree with you. Let's just unite our faith. And y'all know how it is. Sometimes someone asks you to pray with them, and you're like, man, I don't even know if I believe at all. But then you say, Lord, no, help me, Lord, I'm going to agree. Based on her faith, and that's what I do with people sometimes. I don't know the situation. I'm like, based on their faith, they're in the midst of it. They're holding on in the midst of it. What does it mean to hold on and to be tenacious, not give up? About a month ago, has it been a month, baby? I started cutting down a tree in our yard. A month! You know why? Why? It starts with the number eight, and then you add two zeros behind it. They said, we can cut down your tree for $800. I said, all right, man, y'all be blessed, man. If you hear from me, then that means we want to do it. If you don't hear from me, it means we don't want to do it. Is that deep? So I got to the place, and I I said, baby, we've got a tree that's harboring criminals, squirrels, (laughs) aiding and abetting the enemy, fraternizing with the enemy, this tree, this beautiful tree in all of its pristine shaded glory is holding these, these, these squirrels and they're, they're terrorizing us. Eating through hoses, that's terrorizing to me. But anyway, I know I'm a little dramatic. And this tree is so fruitful since we bought this house. It is fruitful. I think last summer it was like six barrels of mulberries, wheelbarrows. And it's lifting up the fence and running the fence. So we're talking. We were in discussions, negotiations. We've met, me and my wife. Finally, she goes, you know what? We can't cut it down yet because we have to replace the fence. But she told me this. You can do whatever you want. I said, wait, hold on. Hold on, baby. I can do whatever I want? And she's like, yeah? I think she flinched, too. Yeah, Ephraim's already shaking his head. I said, so we're not cutting it down, but I could do whatever I want with the tree up to the point of cutting it down. She's all, mm-hmm. I asked her a few times. I said, okay. Man, I began to cut down branches with such morbid glee. I put anger into that thing. I was cutting. Man, we sawed. And sometimes I'd saw. He'd say, man, that's harder." I said, yeah, but I'm inflicting pain on this tree. I would just, I would saw. And if it, Eric knows, he helped me. Man, when a big branch would fall, I'd laugh. <laughs> I just laugh. See, he's crazy. No, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of those mulberries. They're all over everything, and I just—I'm just attacking the tree. Attack. We did, man. I don't know how many we did together, but then it was a total of about nine truckloads. And yesterday, I went and borrowed Eddie's trailer, and I said, "This is it. I'm gonna—I'm gonna put this is probably four truckloads of my little truck bed." So I put it on a trailer, man, and got it out of there. But there's still one thing that's cut off, and there's one tall thing kind of hanging in the neighbor's yard with leaves on the top of it. And I'm all, well, the mulberries are going to fall in her yard. But, Lord, we need to get rid of it, so you got to help me. I know i got to finish this. There were times I wanted to quit, man. Moms, you ever been there? Dads, people of God? It was hot. Then there were days it was cold and wet. Y'all know how it is here? freezing and we'd be out there cutting and doing stuff and then cloudy and then cold and then windy i'm all well we can't cut that branch because the wind will blow it over on us but wouldn't give up wouldn't give up wouldn't give up and it's probably driving my wife crazy by now it's been about a month maybe three weeks i don't know maybe about three weeks but i i said no i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna go work on the tree and she's i bet they're like man that's all you do is talk about the tree I'm all, yeah, but I'm praying when I'm killing that tree. And I'm thinking about you in here. And I'm thinking about God. And I'm, I hear the word. I got a little earbud. And I'm listening to the word. I'm listening to gospel rap. I'm listening to classical music. I'm just, I'm just working, working, and not giving up. And yesterday, as God is my witness, man, I was out there and I said, I don't think I, I, don't, I, don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> but I want someone to say almost. Stop quitting before you get to the finish line. Moms, don't give up on them. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on her, moms. Don't give up on whoever you've been praying for. Moms, you're a great example to us of tenacity, tenacious faith. My mom prayed for us. My mom would pray for us in front of us. I never understood that. God, work on him. Deal with him. I'm all, Mom, I can hear you. It's a small house. I'm right here. So you can hear me then? Okay, then you need to listen to God then. Oh, man. Hold on. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Despite the adversity, you've set your heart to do something. You're called to do something. God has spoken to you to do something. Someone needs your help and your prayers. Come on. Look at this. Never stop praying. Can you memorize that verse today? 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, that is the verse. Never stop praying. Never stop praying. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 16, 13. And if you guys need help cutting down a tree, man, really, I am not your man. (laughs) Hire someone. Pay them $800, but I will not help you. I just wanted to be clear on that. Speak up in love, right? Yeah, because I know, you know, it, you never know. So there'll be someone in here who's kind of crazy, and they'll hit me up after church and go, Pastor Matt, it sounds like you're good at cutting down trees. You ready to come help me? When are you going to be cutting it down? Yeah, I mean, you know, just let me know. This summer, I might be out of town. So, right? I'm going to cut it down in July. What date? Because I'm going to be out of town. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. How do you stand firm in the faith? You stay where you are in God. Because how many of you know you don't stay the same. You either get worse or you get better. So your option is to get better. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. What does the next verse say? And do everything with love. That ties into speaking up in love. Number three today. Moms, you've got to remember this. You've taught us how to speak up in love. You've taught us how to be tenacious. But remember moms, and anybody else in the house, or those at the sound of my voice, you're chosen by God. You're chosen by God. You're hand-picked. Look at Matthew twenty 14. Let's go there. Matthew twenty two fourteen. 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. Revelation, it goes on to explain that verse. We don't have to put it up. But it's Revelation 17, 14, it talks about the Lamb, Jesus, overcoming. And it said, and those with him were called. Everyone's called, right? But then there's the chosen, because he calls everyone, and then some go, oh, okay. I'm in. I'm in, Lord, right? Those are the chosen. When you agree to the Lord's terms, he says, okay, well, I choose you. I called everybody, but you, you really responded, so I choose you. But then there's another level, because a lot of people respond, and they don't do anything. There's the called, there's the chosen, and the third level is faithful. Scripture says that when Jesus defeats his enemies, his final enemies, those with him are called and chosen and faithful. Because everybody's called, few are chosen, and then amongst those that are chosen, some are mi- miserably unfaithful. I've met people, man, it's crazy. They're like, man, I've been serving God, and he's still, and I'm like, how long have you been serving God this time? Two and a half months? Well, good for you. Can you imagine if you did that in a marriage? Man, I've talked to my wife for two months straight. I know why I went six months without talking to her, but what's her problem? It don't work like that. you got to stay faithful. you got to stay faithful. And if there was someone in here who did not talk to their wife while you were living in the house with her, uh, step by my office after church. We're going to have a talk. And put on your boxing gloves. I'm just kidding kind of many are called but few are chosen but then there are the called the chosen and the faithful I say to you today you're chosen by God moms you're chosen by God men. you're chosen by God women you're chosen by God kids you're chosen so he's called you you said all right I'll do it you're chosen now you got to be faithful you're chosen by him that's a big responsibility everyone in here has been chosen You're here on a Sunday morning, I guarantee you, you are chosen by God. But there's always the next level of that. You get called, you get chosen. And then he says, of the ones I've chosen, let's see how faithful you are. That's your next test, is can you keep the faith? I know you can. So speak up in love, people of God. Hold on, that's just be faithful, man. Keep the faith. And number three, keep remembering. Remember, remember that you're chosen by God. Tenacious faith. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes today. If there's anyone at the sound of my voice who says, Pastor Matt, I have never accepted Jesus, nor have I made him the Lord of my life. If that's you today, would you raise your hand, please? I want to pray with you. No shame. No shame. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me, then I will be ashamed of you in front of my father and his angels in heaven one day. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. He wasn't ashamed when he hung naked on that cross for your sin. So if you've never accepted Jesus, never made a public confession, today's your day. You say, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I want to accept the sacrifice that Jesus gave me. Sacrifice of his blood. Would you raise your hand today? God bless you. God bless you. Anyone who's never done it before, you've never accepted Jesus before. All right. There may be some on the live stream. Let's pray, though. We're going to agree in faith. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let's pray. Someone say, Heavenly Father, I believe. I know there is a reward for believing. I thank you for your promises. Please forgive me. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I believe Jesus is Lord. He's my Lord. He died And rose again for me. I believe. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want everybody to look at me intently. If something spoke to your heart today from this message, I want you to just raise a hand right now. Every eye open, every head looking around. God bless you. God has something next for you. You remember the WNBA? They used to say, we got next. Well, my question for you is, what's next? Only God knows. But stay with Him. Stick with Him, and you'll go places, I promise. Go ahead and stand to your feet today, if you would, please. I'm going to pray over all of you before we're dismissed, before, your moms, you go get your well-deserved treats and rewards and everybody gets their well-deserved coffee. Go ahead and raise a hand to the Lord. Raise two if you can. Let's agree today as I pray a blessing over you. Father, that you would bless them. Just like the priestly blessing of Numbers chapter 6, may the Lord bless you and protect you, smile upon you and be gracious to you, give you of his favor and of his perfect peace. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. May every place that you set foot on be declared holy ground. May every place you go be filled with prayer and blessing and glory. May everything that comes out of your mouth give glory and honor and praise and credit to God. May everything that you do in your life be a reflection of God's goodness. You say, Pastor Matt, that's a huge standard. Yeah, but Jesus set a big standard. We're not going to lower it for anybody because he set a great standard for us, and that is to be right with him, to love God and to love others to love God and to love others. Father, I thank you that your word fell on good ground today. I thank you for your promises, your peace, your provision, your protection. And I thank you because you are the God who remembers. You're the God who remembers. You've never forgotten about your people. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for your hand of grace and mercy and power over everyone in this house today. We trust you because there's no one like you, God. We trust you because in a world that is shaking and trembling and the, the dollar is uncertain and the euro is uncertain and they're doing all these other things to try to fix it and, and governments have, have done crazy things in their countries even through COVID and during, during the last century, God. We know that our eyes are not on mankind. Our faith is not on mankind. Scripture says don't put trust in in mankind their breath is in their nose they just their breath is right there they're a breath away from death but god we trust you we believe you you are the rock of our salvation we will build our house upon this rock the greek word was petros a gigantic earth-filling boulder people say jesus built his church upon peter That doesn't make sense if you look at the Greek there. That doesn't make sense. Why would God build his church on a man who fails? That doesn't make sense. Jesus said on this rock, he was referring to himself, Petra. Let me clarify that. It's Petra, the Greek word meaning huge, sturdy, stable, immovable rock. Thank you, Father, for the kingdom that cannot be shaken. The kingdom you've given us is unshakable, we believe today. We honor you for your word, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today.